Welcome in, welcome in, welcome once again to the newest edition of Three In, Three Out, the most unique Seahawks podcast out there. I'm your host, Clinton Bonner. Find me out on Twitter at Clinton Bond, and I am joined by the one, the only, the great Brandon Schultz. And find him out on Twitter at Seahawkers Pod. Brandon, I've got, I'm well, A, I'm fired up, you know. Eh. Four and eight never felt so great. I'm telling you, telling you right now, we, as Pete Carroll said, we ain't dead yet, boys. We ain't dead yet. And I believe it. Brandon, I'm going to throw some math at you to start this off. You want some math to start uh, let's, this? Uh, let's start off with math. Why not? Let's start, with a yeah, game what? that exciting, let's bring this back to and talk math. There we go. Our Seahawks are, are, are athletes, and we're going to be ma- mathletes. Ready for this? Okay. How many points? I, I Here's a question, Brandon. Here's a question. How many points were scored by the Niners in the second half of the game? That would be zero. Okay, that's zero. Now take that number, add to it. How many points did the Seahawks score in the second half of the game? Nine? Nine. Now divide that by three for three and three out. Wait, divide it by how much? Divide nine by three. Oh, three. Who wears number three? <laughs> Russell Wilson. Russell, well, don't be mad at math, people. I mean, just, I'm not, you know, don't be mad at math. That's just what the stars it's align for us. <laughs> Listen, the take here for me, Brandon, as we get going is we talked about it on What If with Mr. Phil Lydic, the protector, and he asked a really, I would say, prescient question, said, hey, if this game is fun, like a real fun game, what, what would have happened? And, you know, we, we bandied about some answers. I said, if this game's fun, it's because we, we all know Russ is back. Yeah. We can all see Russ is back. And Sans a couple of overthrows here or there, 30 for 37, man. And, you know, a 30 for 37 with, with a quote-unquote interception, right? Russ was back. So before we get into the ins and the outs, we're probably I not going to talk too much Russ. I can't believe is an interception on Russ. Like, I if, know, I, right? yeah. if, <laughs> if the punter kicks it up in the air and the uh, and the the player from the other team catches it that's just a successful punt gerald everett should be charged with a successful <laughs> punt uh yeah i i happen to agree it's uh, <laughs> that that's wonderful man that that was rough but but yeah man so we you know the my 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 quick t- so we, you know what do you think of russ's game we're not going to talk too much russ it is 3 and 3 out we're going to get into the nooks going to get into the crannies but I, we've got to talk a little bit of russ here it's been weeks What'd you think about his game? Yeah, Russ was in point guard mode in this game, and that's not something that I, I feel like that's something that we've been wanting to see and maybe even expecting to see with him coming back from injury. Get rid of the ball quickly, especially considering in this game, you got Kyle Fuller out. So you're down to your third string left guard, who's probably better than your second string left guard. And you're down to your backup <laughs> right tackle, the sixth round pick and Stone Forsyth. And he's going up against Nick Bosa, who... Brandon Shell was getting dominated by Nick Bosa throughout the game. And so maybe that was because of his shoulder injury. Maybe it's because the dude he's going up against is an all pro that's up for debate. And it's probably more because of it's, it's Nick Bosa, but I felt like there was an improvement even when those backups came in. So the, the injury was probably hampering shell. And so it was, yes, it was good to see Russ in point guard mode. I love that it's, you know, it's three and three out when it's a question about Russ at the onset and, and the co-host is talking about Stone Forsyth and, and, and Curran and he's right and he's right to do so and right to point it out because the game kind of changed for us. Curran got in, we were better. We were just, it was a better team. He's way better than Fuller. He, so. he held on a play and didn't get caught for all the 49ers <laughs> fans listening. 
You know, just thought I'd throw oh, that yeah. out there. That worked out. They could they they could all go kick rocks. And and my my one take for for Russell Carrington Wilson is that what we saw this game, which we was leading up to it, we saw like you know elements of it coming back, is the the intermediary sexy deep. You know, the the sexy intermediary ball is back. That was back. He missed. Miss Metcalf once on the sideline, the, just as the, we always yeah, talk about. <laughs> yeah, the old the, the old sib. The sib is back. He is a week, maybe two, hopefully only one. For those going down to Houston, he is a week away from the return of the real, true, sexy deep ball, which he missed a couple of times. The flea flicker play, which was a great play. The other one to, to Metcalf down the right hand side. Mark my words, Mama Cleo, you know, pinned this one just as we talked about. This will be the game we're fired up that Russ is back. We talked about that on What If. My prediction for next week is we see a sexy deep ball completed, like a 40-yard, 50-yard-plus bomb to one of the two dudes for a touchdown when when the folks are down there cheering him in Houston. So Only only two dudes? With as much as your guy showed out in this game, you're only going to limit it to two dudes? Who are you leaving out? I love me some D Eskridge. I love me some D Eskridge. I'm st- sticking with, you know, the, the t- one of the two dudes is catching a 45 plus yard pass down in Houston for a touchdown. I'm All call, right. All calling right. it now. So, so Brandon, it's, you know, it is three and three out. We do get, to, we do, we of course get into the nooks, the crannies, the whole thing already. We only have one rule, one rule that guides everything on three and three out. And frankly, it's been so darn long. I actually forgot it this time. So now I really need your help. What's the one rule on three in three out? It, it has been so long. So I went back and I listened to the last episode that we had where we got a win. And I don't know, there was some dude quarterback in the team named Geno Smith. And we did an episode and we won and we started with an end. So let's, let's do it. Let's start with an end. That's it. When we win, we start with an in. We get to do it. We're back in the W side of the column at four and eight. Let's hit the button. Let's freaking start this thing with an in. Let's go. Fired up. All right. I am I am legit fired up. I was I was standing up for a lot of this game. A lot of this game. It was it was an exciting game. Very exciting game. There was a lot that happened in this game. Oh, yeah, yeah. They crammed a, like for all the nothing we've done for weeks and weeks and weeks. They really crammed a lot into this game. I mean, quite a bit and unsung heroes as well. And I want I want to start there, Brandon. I want to start there. 23 to 23. The ball's midfield. It's quarter three, about 925 to go. Now, the play results in a DS which pass down down the left hand side for about an 18 yard, 18 yard reception. But the reason that Russell Carrington Wilson has enough time to make a throw downfield to allow D to get open is because of because of who? Where am I going? I think you know you're this not one. wasting any time with this one. See, I thought you would you going would hold right off. To it. No, you would going make right Michael in San Diego sweat it out. But yes, <laughs> this this was due to a block from Rashad Penny taking the guy's legs out, coming off the edge. Just the thing about this one, Clinton is that it was a it was a play fake where you know Russ and I don't know who he was faking it to because was there another running back in the backfield anyway no he no had it's his, just penny he yeah he so he had his back to the defender rushing off the edge and if penny doesn't pick up that block Russ he is did. is <laughs> yeah. he's getting hit from behind and probably losing the football again and it's going back for you know maybe a touchdown this time unless Ethan Posick is magic man fall on the ball once again in this game 
But no, Rashad Penny was there. He picked up the block. Russ can roll out and and hit Eskridge for that uh, big pass. Yeah, it was lovely. And I looked the dude up, number 29 on the Niners, uh, uh, t- uh, Talanoa uh, Hufanga, a rookie from U- USC. So and you nailed 29, it. You he nailed could, the pronunciation. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm sure I did. I think I did. And he he does. like he's He kind of creeps up to the line, a pre-snap, and then he backs away like you know two or three yards, kind of just backpedals a little bit. And then he, t- like, to his credit, the rookie's credit, he times it perfectly. He starts to kind of accelerate. And, like, as the ball's being hiked, he is, he's on sides and he's storming across the line. And, you know, hey, credit. The big thing is I rail against Penny all the time, all the time. Bottom line, he was our best running back by far on the day, uh, excluding, <laughs> excluding Travis Homer and the magic 73 yard play. Why you got to exclude he's- Travis Homer? Because that doesn't count. <laughs> that's that's why. <laughs> because because you could have picked up fourteen and I could have picked up eleven. That's that's why. But he but he he picked up seventy three. But it doesn't count. Um. But but that's okay. But Penny was our best back, and he was our best back running the ball. He was the he. You know, I'm not, not going to go too far in because we got things okay, to okay, cover. Yeah, we don't want to give Penny, anything. Well, with yeah, Penny with the big block, he deserves it. It's a huge in. I know. I know. I know. The things I've said about this man and at four and eight, then we're not eliminated yet. And the fact that we need him. Hey, all aboard the penny train. Let's go. The dudes on the Seahawks. Let's go. Are, are you telling me that there that we can't we can't talk about the screen or is there somebody else that gets the in for that later? Oh, if you want. OK, I, I didn't want to jump into too many things and maybe take away the brand in. So no, I if just you wanted that, to recognize the fact that they ran a successful screenplay. <laughs> I thought so strongly you might you might use that as your bonus brand in. I didn't want to mention it. But yeah. The screen for I think it was twenty seven yards that looked on time and and hey, Penny Penny played a good game. He played good. Now he wasn't great running the football, but he was good running the football. That block was freaking huge and the screen was excellent. So credit where due. The big big eye goes to Penny. I'll wear the L for for you know dogging the dude all this time. I'm not saying he's he's you know the pick was worth it four years later, but in week thirteen against the freaking 49ers, he gets the first in. It, it would have been uh, a big mistake to not recognize his contribution, especially on a nook and cranny type play like that one. Okay, we're not going to talk about Gerald Everett. Like, people will talk, we have the front of the flock section, of course, it gets brought up. Gerald Everett's been one of the I, better I Seahawks already this talked year. about his successful punt. So, I mean. <laughs> yes, yes, correct. We're not going to go there again. That's, I mean, God willing, it's the worst NFL game he ever has. And that's that. You know, it's like the dude, the dude had a bad day. We still won the game. So and we're not talking lot, about him. We're not talking. So to get, you know, get that out of the, out of the, the mindset for these outs. So the there first are other out outs. does not go to Gerald Everett. No, but I can tell you where, yeah, yeah. None of the outs is going to Gerald Everett because everybody knows, you know, that he had a, a no good, miserable and definitely day. Definitely not the uh, first one. <laughs> definitely not the first one. Correct. So we're not going to talk about that anymore from this point on. But there is another first one that right away I was I was mad. I was mad. And I, and it is we get the ball to start the game all week long, Brandon. What was the the squeaky wheel? What was the one thing that kept coming up this week that we had to do during during this week? What do we have to do this week? What was the thing? I, I thought the, the thing was stopping the run. No, 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 no. I, I don't mean like. The thing we had to do to beat the Niners, oh. like the thing we, the thing the Seahawks, I can't believe, blah blah blah, only had you know, had had zero targets last week in the first half. 
Oh, DK. You got to get DK the ball. Got to get DK the ball. You got to get DK the ball. No one's, no one's arguing that, yes, we, we know this. You've got to get DK the ball. The first play of the game, like trips left and they run a butt. Like, it's like they do the most obvious thing. The very first play, bubble screen out to DK for a loss of one. For the sake of saying we got DK the ball, it drove me bananas. In fact, a lot of those early bubble screens drove me freaking bananas. But it was like I was sitting there going like, if this is our idea of creativity after a week of saying we've got to get DK the ball, that's the thing we do first in the game. It was I was just so mad. It put, it put me in such a, a sullen mood from the from the first freaking play of the game. Jump Street. I was until we got things going. I was really downtrodden. I, for a I don't while, know so. if that was for DK though, or if that was for Russ, like to set no. Russ up to to get the ball out quickly, to to get in that rhythm. And yeah, it didn't work on the first drive. But uh, well, I mean, real it, quick though, the sec the second play of the game was a little dump off to Lockett, like for four yards. Yeah. That can get you going. And the third play, they tried a, a bubble screen to to Homer right. on the other side. Exact same play. Like you know, they had four dudes over there, and nobody decided to block. But it was just. It was just after hearing for an entire week that we got to give him the ball, that that's, that's what we do. And by the way, he's tackled by a linebacker and the defensive end. Right. So like not my point being, he's not even tackled by a corner or, or a safety who flies in. It's like the Niners were, were super ready for that. And a freaking, you know, and then a linebacker and D end make the tackle on DK. It was just it was it was dead on arrival, and I just I just thought it was there was zero creativity there. So I, I it's, it sounds like it didn't bug you nearly as much as as it, it kind of got my ire. Yeah, it bugged me a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's no Gerald Everett. We're not going to talk about Gerald Everett. All right, so the second in goes to Jared. No, I'm just, I am joking. I am joking. He does not get an in for this game. Uh, all right, but there is there is an, there's an all timer here that made it made a beautiful play that I want to recognize. So this in second and 25, the ball it's uh let's see, it's quarter two. The ball's on our 43 yard line. Niners got the ball with about 11, 10 to go. Remember it's 14, seven at this point. So we come out hot as a pistol sort of with the Travis Homer <clears throat> quote unquote run, you know, <laughs> run for a touchdown on, on the fake punts. And then the Niners basically take over the game and remember, it gets to 17 7, right? right? So, but they had a chance there, 14 7. There was a, a couple of plays in a row where there was a holding play. I think that might have been on Wilson or on the Wilson run. And then there's an offsides, which the Niners had a couple of. And they find themselves in a second and 25. And then they call a screen. And the screen is nicely set up and executed well. They get it to Elijah Mitchell. And there's, there's an old reliable out there who makes a beautiful, beautiful play and basically contains it for like a four or five yard gain. And that's it. It could have been all season long. These are, these are big, much bigger plays, but do you know who comes up with the huge, the huge tackle right our, there? Our defensive Sheds a captain is who comes up with the play. Yes. Bobby yes. Wagner. And that, that play, I mean, do you got anything on that play that you want, you want to, you know, uh, you know, talk about a little bit? Cause that play. Oh, it's just, made- I mean, it's one of those plays that you get frustrated with throughout the entire season that, um, you know, just those little dump off plays. And how many times have we seen on a 
whatever and long type situation. And they end up picking those up because they get the blockers in front and, and nobody's able to shed their block and make the tackle, but it's, it's Bobby Wagner able to get it done there. And it, and it held them to a field goal, which, and it was a long Correct. field goal too. Correct. Correct. But both that, that's the entire point. Like this is an in regardless of, of the outcome that happened afterwards. Cause we, you know, we don't, I don't look back and say, Oh, it went the right way. Therefore it's not, or is an in or an out. Um, it was an in anyway, when I wrote it down, it's an in and it ends up holding them to a long field goal, which I was like pissed off that, you know, Google can make it, but, uh, but Myers missed his right. and that's, that's okay. That, that's the way, it, that's the way it goes. And, you know, and, and they had, they had it well blocked. They had number 60, which I think his name is uh Brunskill, Brunskill or Brunskill from, uh, from the Niners. He's out there like he, and Wagner kind of just like, if you watch the play again, he doesn't really move until like the very last second. He kind of okie dokes him when I think he kind of just lulls number 60 into like this false sense that he has wags where he, need, where he wants to have yeah. him. And then is that, is that was that the one where he just swiped his arm away. And- yes. Yes. It was <laughs> yeah. very, that's it. That was, exa- it was just like this little ninja swipe down and the dude just flies b- past him. Like he's like a charging wax you know, on slow. Move. Yes, he whacks, he whacks. Yes, yes. I was going to say he whacks, the, he whacks off there. He whacks, the, he does the <laughs> no, thing. No, no, that's the he other does, way. Yeah, yeah. Wha- yeah whacks right, on right. is does, this yeah. way. He whacks, he waxes on. Bush, Bushkill flies by if that's his name, number 60. And then Wagner makes a, a great open field tackle on a good back. Huge, just huge, reminiscent of, of his play for all these years. Reminds you, re- you remember why he's so darn good. And it's just that savory cranny where it's like, hey, maybe it's another year, two, maybe three more years of Wagner. When we see those kind of plays, I'm going to call those out. So that was my second in, Brent. All right. So our second out of the game, I got, I got, there was, there was a couple here. Certainly, uh, certainly a few. All right. I love when this dude's on the field as a Seahawk on defense. However, on this play, he he just he he bites and he gets burnt. So it's Q4, 30 to 23, about four minutes to go, 403 to go. The ball is at the San Francisco one because a dude didn't get an out fumbled, just on a little on a little shovel play. So uh, you know, this, Everett this is out not is getting not it out. about Gerald Everett. This is not about Gerald Everett. He doesn't get the first one, and we're definitely not gonna talk about Gerald Everett in the second one. And after Gerald Everett fumbles at the one yard line. The Niners are at the one and that is the play where Kittle gets, you know, a little, little wheel route gets down the sideline and he beats Ryan Neal really badly off the line. It's like a 30 yard gain. They get out to the 31, went back and rewatched it because I wrote it down at the time and I was like, oh man, I really like Neal, but I think he got, you know, he got done did there. And it's an interesting play. Like I, I a lot of credit to, to the play call. It's well executed. He's got, I think, you know, he's got definitely Elijah Mitchell, and I think he's got Juszczyk, uh flanked, Jimmy G, to both sides of him. Juszczyk goes one way, Elijah, uh, Elijah Mitchell goes like on a little RPO, and, you know, to Jimmy G's credit, he holds the ball long enough, just freezes Neil just for a second, and you can see the moment when he realizes that Kittle has escaped him. Mm. It's because he's lined up right, right on Kittle. So, you know, to me, it's like, man, listen, I know Neil's a pretty good player. I, it's, it's just that, if it is a run play, well, then wouldn't have, do you think George Kittle would have whiffed on you? Right. Like George Kittle just, he didn't yeah. hit him at all. He just 
kind of sneaks by him. He generally does not whiff on his run blocks. No, he's a very good, he's an aggressive, very good run blocker. So it's like the spidey sense just wasn't there. By the time Neil gets it, it's too late. It's actually one of uh, Jimmy's better passes on the day. And he's, he's down the sideline for 30 yards, which, which set up that entire drive. So I love Ryan Neal. I like, I like when we had the, the big dime out there, the whole thing already. Um, he got burnt on that play. And at the one yard line, it's a bad time to get burnt. Anything uh, coming up for well, you? On, yeah, on that I, in that situation where they're on the two yard line officially. And yeah, it's, it's a first down. So you're thinking, okay, it, it's kind of that same mindset of, you were, they were in this situation before, and they got a safety the last time the Niners were in this situation. Can you do it again? And yeah, you almost wonder if Neil was just sitting on the run just a little too much in that spot, because that's absolutely what can't happen. You know, if, if at least he recognizes the pass a little bit sooner, he can he can be there to challenge the throw downfield. And then maybe it's not a completion or maybe they don't pick up quite a, as many yards, but yeah, if you challenge that, then they're you know at second and 10 from the two-yard line, and then they're in the position of, okay, which one of these plays are we going to run the ball because we got to give the punter room if uh, if that ends up being what happens. So that was a key play there, which allowed that drive to really kick things off. If you go back and rewatch, too, for anybody out there that, that, that will, I think it's Puna Ford, I'm pretty sure, but... I think it's Puna Ford who really does a beautiful job that if it was, it's another thing, like if it was a run, Puna Ford might have had a safety. Yeah. Like he, and it wasn't, of course, but he does a beautiful job just kind of like moving everything to the right, beating his guy off, right off the ball. And it, it's just, it's just that, hey, Neil's still a young dude. Again, I, I feel like I'm sure, I think you do as well, are the, the, the net positive for, for Neil versus, versus net negative plays. It's very, very tilted to the positive side. We're a better team with him. Obviously, Jamal is is dinged. By the way, any word on Jamal as of today? Did we get any any update? Not that I know of, but I could yeah. come back to you with that in an upcoming in or out. Oh, very nice. Very okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I like that. All right, cool. Well, then that's the second out. Not about Gerald Everett. We got one more in. Let's hop to it. All right, this one might be my most, maybe most important. Maybe that maybe that's the way to frame this. Maybe most important one. Mm. I'm going to go with that. All right. It's 23-21 at that point, the Niners. By the way, for the 49ers fans listening, um, you didn't score any points after this because you didn't score any points in the second half, which we did the math exercise early. A, if, if you, you, if you, you tuned in for the beginning, we did right. emphasize that the, the Niners scored zero points in the second half. Zero points in the entire second half. They had nothing. Zero. Zero. But they didn't get a point. There was zero points scored in the second half by the well, Niners, which is there nice. There were points scored in the second half. It was just zero just by the 49ers. By, right. So even though they have numbers in their name, the four and the nine, they didn't Those they didn't don't score. count just, as points. In the, they only count as the team name. When you give up a safety, you don't get two points. No, I, it, the two points goes in the opposite column. The other team. Okay. So even though so the 49ers. You could say that they, gave, they, they scored negative two points, maybe. You could, yeah, I, you could make that argument. You could make that argument, but they didn't, and they had zero points, and we swept them. Just, just making sure everybody's aware of that. If you didn't catch it earlier, so it's it's an in. It's twenty three twenty one. The Niners don't score after this. This is early Q three. This is after uh, after the, the the I think the kickoff fumble, which was which was lovely. Uh, Belor with the with the little smack away, and we get it. But we're at the eighteen yard line, and it's a third and two play from the eighteen from the Niners eighteen, and. 
throughout the day, we saw Russ way, way more than usual using the middle of the field. And it was a glorious thing to see. On this particular play, on third and two, you got number 14 matched up against, uh, against an older man, Josh Norman. So number 14, DK. Do you remember what play he runs on this third and two? Is, is it familiar to you? I, I have no clue, but I know that Josh Norman got just worked the entire afternoon. And in this, yeah, he, he did. Josh Norman did get worked uh, quite, quite a bit. This particular play, DK just runs a slant. Like this is your Julio Jones. This is your Calvin Johnson, you know, whatever. Two steps, dive in for a slant. Third and two slant, it's executed on time. Seven or eight yard gain, first down Seahawks in a third and two. We've been, I think there's been so much Seahawk fandom. Like when we talk about you got to get DK the ball, I'm not talking about stupid, stupid bubble screen on the first play, but a third and two where you could body an older guy who's just not nearly as good as he used to be. And it's on time and on rhythm and over the middle of the field, a slant to DK for the completion. And then we, and on that particular, that particular drive, well, this out doesn't go to Everett, but on that particular drive, <laughs> there's a play by Everett. I thought we were, we're on gonna, an in. Yeah, we, we are. We're, we're on an in, but you get, you get the gist already. This, what, this is huge. This is like the way we, we want to see DK being used. And in this, he, he had his deep, deep shots, deep shot to the sideline, deep shot down the right, but then also using him on these third and two plays would be like, he is a bigger human than anyone on this field and faster than anyone on this field. And they execute it. So that was huge to me, man. I was, I know it's a slant. I was out of my couch cheering for a third and two slant to DK. That's how important it was to me. Yeah. And they didn't convert that many third downs. They were five of 15 on the, on the day on third down. So this go, takes us back to what we were talking about to kick off the show that this was Russ in point guard mode. And why we don't see more of this, I don't know. I, why I didn't see more of, I, the, this is the thing about ins. we end up saying, why didn't you do this? And, uh, but they, they could have thrown at DK every time he was on Josh Norman, or they could have thrown at every wide receiver who was on Josh Norman. And they, I don't think that they did that enough, but I'm glad that they got the first down here. It was lovely. And you, you mentioned the, the five for 15, which again, not great. It's one third back to back to the threes here. However, we were oh for our first four, yeah. which you know, I'm not not to say the totality is what it is, but you take those out, and then you could see there the rhythm, the rhythm did, you know, pick up there. So it did get better, decidedly better after the first four drives. And yeah, man, there was there was there were a couple of times where, where where DK was open and, and again Russ just missed him, just missed him. So I you know, I, I'm all in on that, that big DK day coming, coming back and beautiful to see still the other guy, number 16, just, just doing his things throughout the entire game. Cause he was, he was friggin' amazing. So anyway, beautiful play, loved it. And, uh, did I mention that the Niners didn't score a point after the second? Mm, you know, we should probably yeah. talk about it just in case. Yeah, let's, let's hit it. All right, so last out. Now it's 30 to 23 with 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Remember, the Niners don't score anymore, so you know how this game ends. And, and this Gerald is Everett big... definitely doesn't get the out here. <laughs> he actually doesn't. He doesn't play in this one, which is so funny that he literally, literally is around every other one of these, which is just hysterical because that's, that's how important he was to the game. 
you know, in a bad way. So we get the challenge by Pete on the IU catch that was not a catch. Actually, a great, you know, we, you know, we rail on Pete. Pete often challenges spot type things, half a yard this way, a yard that way. And like, like, dude, that you're not gonna win that challenge. This one, challenge accepted, great, the right thing to do. They rule it uh, you know, an incomplete by by Ayuk. The Niners got a punt. So on that particular punt play, we get uh Swain, who had some other, I would say, challenges returning punts uh, this this day. This particular one steps up into traffic. He bobs and weaves and he gets back to the 50-yard line. And then there's some dirty laundry sitting there, some yellow flag sitting there. And I love the story of John Radigan, right? So you got the West Point guy. Yeah. He's, you know, he, he, he makes the team. He's been a special teams darling, bringing his hat, just being a smart, smart player. Love me some John Radigan, number, number 59. You go back and watch the play. He does the textbook block to the back. Like, I mean, the guy, I don't think the guy's going to make the, the tackle on Swain, by the way, because the guy's like really flying by Swain. I don't think he broke down in time. Yeah. It's one of those things where he didn't have to, but, but he, he does. did it anyway. Yeah. The net difference was like, we were going to be on like the 49 or 50 and we were on the 27. Yeah. It was a 23 yard penalty. And at that moment, we're up seven, 11 to go in the fourth quarter where we just need three. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was too too big to not call out and very often a punt play penalty is not going to get discussed nor is a john radigan play but that's what we do here that one hit me in a way where i was like come on john you gotta be better than that yeah and it almost worked out to the seahawks advantage actually because it did back them up it allowed them to go on this drive with 11 minutes left to go they they start at the 27 and it ends at the two yard line and the out definitely doesn't go to Gerald Everett, but (laughs) it was like a seven minute drive that they, this set them up for, you know, if they make that drive, they score the touchdown there and put it away. Then I, we're talking about just this incredible long drive where they fill the time of possession. They, you know, they have success running the football. This was one of their better drives. It was disappointing the way that it ended. I won't say his name again, but uh, <laughs> definitely wasn't about about Gerald. You you said that Gerald Everett wasn't around this out at all. Well, he, I mean, at, at the at the mark, it wasn't. But you, you did you were you did a nice job of bringing him right back in there because the drive. Hey, listen, we won the game, so that last out, you know, we're going to turn it into an in, and then Everett. Sorry, sorry about you today, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. But I loved I loved the fact that yeah we. You know, there's soul taking hits. We talk about soul taking hits. And then there's the soul crushing, soul absorbing drives at the end of the game when you're up. This was it. This was the this was the one. I mean, the game ends in such a beautiful way. We get the W. So it's 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 kind of the it just doesn't matter. Bill Murray speech at, at towards the end of meatballs. You know, it just doesn't matter because we got the W. But I think we all kind of wanted that that 10 point, that 11 point, that 14 point victory just to make it be like. Dudes, we, we fumbled so many, you know, like we literally kicked the ball to you at the half yard line, you know, and, and still, we've still beat you by 14. So it's a beautiful way to end this thing. Radigan, clean it up. It's okay. We still love you. But Brandon, that's, those are the ins and outs of the week. I'd say hit that button one more time. We got a little special bonus for the, for the good people at home. It's been a while. I think it was oh, it must have been the Jacksonville game, right? So we're talking on Halloween, October thirty first, last time we won, yeah, December fifth. That's that's a lot of days in between there. 
on three and three out. We added this rule last year. Well, the, we added this guideline this amendment. Yeah. This is, yeah, yeah, this amendment, this little sidecar, right? Of course, when we win, we start with an in, but there's so much good to talk about that we don't just do three in, three outs. We do an additional in. We call it the brand in. I get to just serve it over to you, sit back at the baseline, and see what you volley back to me. So, Brandon, take it away, please. I am giving my in this week to encompass a, a number of things. I'm giving the in to Pete Carroll. We, we've mentioned a few things that happened in this game. One, you brought up his successful challenge. That we, we don't see very often. We, we saw him call a, a special teams play and get a fourth down conversion that not even just resulted in a first down. No, it resulted in a touchdown that really it, it felt like, gosh, after that play, you're thinking, OK, this this might be the day now that we're, we're up seven. Now, it kind of it kind of rolled back from there. But without, right. without that touchdown at the beginning, it kind of set things up, too, for that final call. Now, mm -hmm. there's one of the calls that bothered me the most in this game, and I, I don't know, it, it, it's, it still bothers me a little bit, but on that fourth down at the goal line, they run the ball, and I, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me but that they ran the football in that situation, but they ran it out of shotgun, yep. and they ran it with Travis Homer. Like, that... It felt it, weird, is it? <laughs> right? It felt weird. It felt a little weird, but we we saw a sense of guts from Pete Carroll in this game that we had not seen up to this point. And so I, I'm going to throw the the punt, uh, the fake punt in there. I'm going to throw that, like you said, that soul absorbing drive in the fourth quarter in there. And to cap it off, you know, here he is calling a play. Well, maybe not his call, but. Uh, here, here the right. Seahawks are calling a fourth down run play out of shotgun and handing it to Travis Homer. It was uh, it, the return of, of Pete Carroll and taking some chances in this game. I'm giving my end to him. I love it. That, that's fantastic. And it's, it's, you know, it's another person like who just gets railed on a lot. Right. I mean, after, after a decade of success, the dude, the dude gets railed on and he is, he is a good, he's still a good coach. And obviously the team, we talk about it, you know, the last, this whole losing streak that's now over, the team has not given up on, on him or on each other. And yeah, like, yeah, that might not, might not have been his play call, but he was definitely the dude who said, go for it. Right. It's fourth and one. We can go up by 10, go up by two scores, or we can kill the entire game right now. And, you know, even though we, we won't mention his name again, but even though Everett, <laughs> Uh, fumbles the ball on the pop pass in a little shuffle play a couple couple things later, they still ate another like a minute and 40 or two minutes off the clock because they ran the ball three more times. So, you know, with all that, there was at least, you know, it was, that's what he was going for, right? It was like, hey, just just get this freaking yard and and who cares? Even if Everett doesn't fumble, then they kick the field goal. Cool, they, they took another two minutes off the clock that I would not have wanted them to go for it again. If it was, you know, fourth and one or four, you know, from the two yard line or whatever. I, Going I for it the first time was even a little bit questionable because. Yeah, it, it was, <laughs> but, it, but it worked out. I, I get it because it was what? Well, we're talking six minutes to go. You go up 10 or something like that. Yeah. And, and it's pretty, pretty much. When, when game, my wife but, turns to me and says, wait, why are they not kicking it here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we, we, we got some of that from, from the flock that we'll get to in a little bit too. That, that people were head scratching it. But I, 
I just thought we were, I also thought we're going to get it. Now, the way we got it, all that, yeah. I thought, I thought Russ was going to pull it down, uh, honestly, and do like a little, just a little, you know. I thought he would line and, up and, under center. They do the quarterback sneak thing and they'd pick up that, the couple <laughs> inches that they needed. That, that would be, that. that's okay too. But it gets done. I love the idea of giving, giving Pete, you know, giving Pete some flowers here. And did you happen to see his little, uh, his his locker room speech where he's he's dropping some dropping some f bombs and dropping I, some. I I haven't listened, but I, I I just watched it for the body language. Yeah, no, it's it's solid, it's solid, and it's uh, he, you know, I'm not going to repeat those words here. You know, he probably gets some young kids listening, uh, and and the whole thing, but but he's he's fired up, and he he does say the line. He goes, you know, we ain't dead yet, boys. He goes, we ain't dead yet, and hey, that's why people in that locker room still go to battle for that guy. So love it, Brandon. They go to battle for him. They go to battle for whatever this trophy is that they get in their locker for the MVC. That's right. These are very limited this year. So I can't wait to hear which guy is getting the MVC. I bet it's not going to Gerald Everett. It's not going to be Everett. It's not going to be to the Niners. who did not score a point in the second half of this football game, although they had 30 minutes to try and score. They still didn't score in the second half of this game. We shut them out. Uh, but the MVC, the most valuable cranny, and again, it's a real physical trophy. We're going to send it to the locker. You'll see it. Just look for it. Ask Corbin Smith and others. You know, ask. Uh, yeah, did you ask, see the uh, MB Michael, tr- Michael Sh- MVC trophy yeah. and this guy's yeah, locker? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, did you see it? Could you get? Could you get a picture with it? It's elusive, but it's, it's, it's there. It's hard to get a picture with it because so many people want to get the picture with it. it it's a hundred percent correct. And the NBC for this week, it is going, it goes to Rashad Penny, man. It's got to be. Whoa, it's got to be Penny. Whoa. I've got I've to I've eat it a little bit and be, be, be a man and step up and say, I'm not going to say I was wrong about the last four years. Penny's getting some hardware. Penny's getting the hardware. He's getting the NBC. I, like I said, I could wear the L. I'm fine with that. Let, let Penny be good for the next five weeks and, and let us get back in this darn thing. Why not? Stranger things have happened, right? So, so Penny gets the NBC. We have the entire from the flock section to get to Brandon. If you want to hit the whammy one more time and come back and tell the good people how it all works, you do the thing, DJ. If you want to become a member of the flock, you can go to patreon.com forward slash flock. You can get in our discord group with a donation of $3 a month. I don't know what that accent was. It just, (laughs) it just came out. And uh, yeah, so patreon.com forward slash flock. And we will read your comments like we're about to do right now. I won't even do the accent for it. I I, I like that you went for it, though, right? It was like, you know, like you were like a 1970s radio disc jockey. And, you know, you're choking back some some Benson and Hedges and you're you're playing some Credence Clearwater and you got to come back on. Like, it's like, welcome back to the W.H.U.S., you know, the Hus, you know, something something like that. Like, oh, we sus on the Hus. You went for it, Brandon. We had a lot, a lot of contributions from the flock. You know, on Facebook, on Twitter, on the Discord, and we even got a, a DM from from Wilson Khan all the way from Princeton that's in here too. So why don't you do the honors and, and kick us off? Love it. Starting with Kenneth Reyes says, in feels good to finally start with an in again. Special teams, specifically our special teams captain, Nick Ballore, just flying all over the field, blocking, tackling, forcing fumbles, all of it. But the out to Dwayne Brown showing his age on the left side. Not sure he's nursing an injury or what, but he's playing like this is his last season. I hope it ain't, hope it ain't so, but, but, a, but a balanced review there from, from Reyes. And another one, he comes right back in and says, 
in Travis Mother Effin Homer. That one was shorter. So, but but Kenneth doing a nice job to kick us off. Michael Paul, you knew you had to know that Michael Paul would come in, and he says, if you don't give my man Rashad Penny an in for not one but two huge pass blocks on the same drive, then I don't know what a nook or a cranny is. <laughs> and if you don't, I'll fly myself to Connecticut. Find out where you live, have some very strong words with you, and then take you and your family out to dinner. FYI, <laughs> if you're, since you're still a big fan of 80s, 90s pop culture references, I'd highly recommend 8-Bit Christmas on HBO Max. I love it, Michael Paul. Deserve, you know, again, you get the flowers this week, too. You, you, you stuck by this guy. I want to, let's get five more weeks with him. But, hey, it was, it was fun to celebrate Rashad Penny this week. Fun to celebrate it. Yeah, this and then, whole by next the way, page of ends, I think, is this going to whole, Rashad this Penny. This whole next page, Gary Bloom in Penny Block. Derek Williamson out on Twitter. Derek W0. Block was awesome. Where's that been all season? Talk about Penny. Bailey Liborn in, 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 in. Penny picking up the blitz. J. Scott AZ12 in. Rashad Penny with the blitz coverage in third quarter on the Eskridge catch. In Kevin Russell. Oh, no, that's a different one. That was it. You take the Kevin one. In resilience to the defensive line and much better time of possession. Out O-line is weak still and weird play call to not take the field goal to go two scores up. Is the coaching having an identity crisis? Uh, yeah, it, might, it may be. It may. Pete, Pete bought a Miata. You know, <laughs> they think things are happening, right? Pete got a tattoo. Pete bought a Miata and he's going for it where he could put the game uh, basically I, away. I'm not even mad at him, though. If that's his Me mindset, neither. that's the mindset that we need. If, if it carries from early on to the game to late in the game, so be it. I want to see that more than I want to see, you know, the, the turtle head going into the turtle shell. Yeah, we don't know. No turtle head in here. No, nothing at all. We talked we talked about that specifically on the what if show, you know, or we like, hey, what's something we could do now at this point? We're like, just be more friggin' aggressive. Like, just go, just go for it more. And we did. So I'm with you on that one. All right. We got uh, Mario uh, Cristiani uh, in the also in the uh, the Seahawks ring of honor out there on Facebook. The, uh, and he goes out. He goes that effing sequencing on the goal line was disgusting. Two awful plays to a, to wash up AP, followed by a stupid flip pass to a walking turnover machine in Everett. And Mario was clearly upset that uh, <laughs> that Everett had uh, the worst game of his professional career and was was voicing that. And we're here for him. Yeah, and I think you you could hear in Pete's voice after the game. He thought it was pretty cool that AP got the one touchdown to get the to get the record or to tie Jim Brown. And I think he was trying to get him that second one there to get him over the top. And uh, it just it didn't happen. I don't know if it's entirely AP's fault. The the blocking on the offensive line might have something to do with it. It's hard to have to hurdle a guy and still get into the end zone even from that far out. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if I put those those two terrible runs all on AP, but uh, I, I don't even know why AP's on the team in the first place. But that's <laughs> maybe true, a topic true. for another time. Uh, let's let's continue to celebrate here. There you go. Michael Paul with two ins, Seattle offense finally looking like their old selves and two time of possession is not out of balance. And just quickly, that's Michael Ball with a B. Oh, yeah. Not Michael Paul making breakfast because they because we got a Paul and we got a ball. Got a Paul and, and a ball. Ball, ball in here. This was the ball. And and yeah, exactly. And, and what the Niners didn't do with time of possession here, you know, that was it just felt so much more like a, like a Seahawks game. I got. 
at halftime, I sent out a little note to the Discord and I was like, hey, I was like, even though we were down at that point, I'm like, hey, my inside of my ledger is about two to one right now versus the outside. And we had done some dumb things in the first half. It was just going the way of like, we're, we're playing better than them. We're out hitting them. Like we, we are, we're, we're, we're being the more aggressive team. And it, that carried over in the second half, which I was, it was lovely to see. I always lovely to see Chris Boucher, 3i3o, three out. This, this drove me bananas. Out. A delay of game coming out of a timeout. What the F are we doing, guys? And then I got to give Kenneth, Kenneth Reyes some love. Kenneth Reyes uses the gif from Letter Kenny of the, uh, the hockey coach who is in, in the locker room. And if you, I'm not going to say it over, over the airwaves, but if you know Letter Kenny and you know the hockey coach, then you know the line and you know the gif because that's amazing. Good job. For a win, there's an abnormal amount of F bombs in these three, three outs. <laughs> against the well a it's still the seahawks this is what we do and b against the uh the 40 whiners who didn't score in the second half you know this is this is what happens it's not gonna it's not gonna be a polite game nor should it be jason turner with the end giving it to the rookies on the offensive line stone forsyth and jake curran and yeah to see those guys come in and and yeah i i think that uh they did play better than their counterparts and for sure i i don't even know if it's an injury thing with fuller i think just either one of those guys would be better than Fuller. And I, I was happy to see them perform well. Uh, nothing more to say there. That, that you, you nailed it. Exciting to see them in. And can they do it? Can, if, if they have to play, if Kern has to start the game or Forsyth has to play next week, can they do that against a really bad Texas team also? Can they, can they take it forward and still put together a whole game? Hope I so. guess we'll see. And we got, I hope so too. And we got Richard Russo, three in, three out. He says, Swain not getting in front of the ball, allowing it to roll 30 yards. This is one of the punts where it, yeah. I mean, it's yeah when you, when you were the- bringing up the punt earlier, I think it was for the yeah. last out. I, I thought that you might you thought go I was going here. to Swain with this one. This, this was bad too. I, I've not been a fan of Swain as, as our punt returner. I just, just not. I, just, I think we have better options. And yeah, man, like so many years, I, we watch Lockett. If that's Lockett, he he will run up and catch that thing. He would have four, he would have fair, fair four caught it. He would have fair caught it. Or DJ Reed, we saw DJ Reed out there on the now now why is he not on punt return coverage, but he's on but only after safety. The safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. That makes that makes all the sense. It makes all the sense. Yeah, DJ Reed only for safety returns. So that is, I don't know about that one, but that's a hilarious point. Very funny. Chris Farnsworth at Chris Farns War 14 on Twitter gives the end to special teams. Huge this week, dumping on the 49ers, and I love it. Yeah, and we'll get another one from Chris. Same dude. A quick passing game that we have we have been screaming for for weeks. It's finally being used. Straight, you know, straight up correct. Like there was a lot of quick over the middle stuff, and it worked. Derek Williamson at Derek W zero. I mentioned him before. Uh, Nick Ballore with a great block on the AP touchdown and forcing a fumble on the third quarter kickoff. This man is the definition of a cranny in. And it was it was pretty funny hearing him after the game talking about how AP doesn't even know who he is. Yeah, I love that. I was he's like, I'm not going to introduce myself to him, which is a great line. I love the fact that the folks out in the flock are so tuned in to what, you know, what is the cranny? What is the nook? And that, that warms the cockles of the hearts, especially this time of year. We got Gecko HTR. I'm not sure if Gecko is new to this, but he's out on Twitter. Gecko HTR says in to Penny for finally having a good game. 
not just the rushing, but the blocking. He says, bonus in, bonus in to Dunlap for getting his clutch mojo back and getting his mitts on the ball. So you had the Dunlap, you know, safety sack, and he, and he does the safety dance, the whole thing already. And then he gets his mitts on the ball for the last offensive possession where the Niners failed to score points in that instance also. It, it happened to be Dunlap who really helped them to score zero points in that second correct. half. Correct. That's he was exactly almost entirely right. responsible for their zero points. 100% correct. Wilson Kahn coming into the DM's biggest out of all time there. Seriously, Swain? I think that was allowing the That the was punt. the punt, yeah. yeah. The, non, the non-punt return, non-fair catch. Yeah, yeah. it was, wasn't good. All right, Design Pete's Beach House, Amy in the Discord, in mixing up the plays and not doing the same thing we have done for years now which she, she said that really early. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, it's basically been bubble screens. And I think I was like, I think Adam is going to, if he's at a sawmill right now, he's going to, he's going to throw sawdust into his eyes. If we throw one more bubble screen, because I know he doesn't tend to like that play. Let's put it that way. No, we do not. Uh, The other play that we didn't like was uh, one that beast mode 24 points to. And that was after they get a turnover, then there was Russ getting smushed. And the ball going all the way back to a second and 43 and then design Pete's beach house pointing out squandering a turnover again. Yes, they got two turnovers and they got zero points after that because they end up kicking a a, 56 yard field goal after that. They have the second of 43 They're They're able to get some of the yards back, but then they go for a field goal because see, and I know Pete was thinking, I can't punt it here. I can't do it. And so that's why we got the field goal attempt. And I don't know. What what do you do in that situation? Do you do you go for the 56-yard field goal? Do you go for it just because it's after a turnover? And I don't know, maybe you can make something happen on a fourth and 20. Or do you punt it away? Yeah, I mean, I was fine with the with the field goal attempt. I was fine with it. Okay. I, I knew I know it's a low probability, and I realize you're giving you and, and that means you're probably giving the ball back at a, at a pretty good spot. I was fine with it. I just think, you know, we've seen a lot of those, that area where we have punted this year and Dixon had a really good game. I didn't even say his name once. Dixon did phenomenally well, but we've seen a lot of those careen into the end zone this year where it's like, okay, that was a net gain of like 17. That's super cool. You know, just, so I was fine with it. I, it was a, it was a, you know, rock and a hard place decision there. Just the fact that we got to a second and 43 it's pretty impressive. There's only there's not that many there's not that many ways in which you could actually do that in the NFL. Just given the math, back to the math here, <laughs> right. you know. So, uh, but I, I will roll on to Car 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 with two wins. Wilson taking one for the team twice to get us the touchdown with the filthy hits to the head already, and also Wilson feeling like he's getting back in the groove. Probably talking about that sweet sweet pass that he that he dropped into Lockett in the corner of the end zone for six, which was a lovely thing to see. B-Wag's biceps via the Discord in scoring on a turnover for what feels like the first time this year. Yeah, wonderful. Then we got it out from uh, from Jamie Williams. The fact we haven't signed Diggs to a new contract already. Yeah, Quandre Diggs, put it on replay. Since we got Quandre Diggs in Seattle, the dude's been, he's a good player, man. He's a very good safety. Gets his fourth, fourth interception of the year. Big hits all over the field again. I don't know, man. Quandre Diggs is, is he's a top five Seahawk for me at this point, And that's pretty easy. He deserves it, but he does not play offensive line. Delwin with the in <laughs> going for it on fourth down for a change. Yep. We like that. LB Everett is a massive out. 
Now we're going to give LB the credit for the, the, you know, I can't just believe it took this whatever. long for somebody to finally come up with the fact that Everett deserved an out for this game. Yep, saying what everybody was thinking. I, I like it. I like it, LB. Just saying what everybody's avoiding it, being like, ah, we're not going to. Everett is a massive out. It's fair. He was. Frost with the in, helping out the O-line with the running backs. Dallas had a good block in the first half. Penny had two great blocks in back-to-back plays. Yes, and I think even... When we saw Forsyth came in, they had the tight end in there to make sure Bosa wasn't going to come in and, and blow him up immediately. So, yes, they they were helping out the O-line in this game. And Russ was, too, by getting rid of the ball quickly. 100%. You're going to love this next one because it, it's it's all about your brand in. Jeremy Ever Evergreen in the Discord in the return of fun Pete. A fake punt, a trick play, and going for it on fourth down. That's the Pete we love. He does say out. Even though I love the big balls on Pete to go for it on fourth in the fourth quarter on fourth down, he's like basically saying to go up by ten would have been the right call to go up by two scores. Ah, uh, he goes, but screw it, go Hawks. <laughs> you know what? I think in that moment there were a lot of us thinking, yeah, it's the right call, but also screw it, screw the Niners. To that point, how many points did they scored in the second half? I'm gonna look back. They didn't score any in the second yeah, half. They, they didn't score any zero points. points. So, you know, zero what the points. Heck? And in from Amy, Russ holding the ball on average of 2.54 seconds for a season low. And I, I just, I have to imagine Amy sitting there with her stopwatch every play and <laughs> averaging it out afterward and coming up with that 2.54. I love it. I love, I love the 2.54 and, and, but it, but also, it's also a feel thing. Like it's great that she went and got the, got the data and put that out there. And if, if the, if the, you know, the, the, the note just said, Russ really got rid of the ball quickly, just eye test. Yeah, he did. And and the data proves it out, which is really, really cool job by Amy to pull out, pull the data out here. I love Josh the fact, Tahumi. too, that it's the number of points that Dunlap was responsible for in the second half and Bobby Wagner. Right. The two. And if you add up the five and four, that's the nine points we got. And two of those being the safety. And then, you know, that's and a lot. It was nine three. more. Yeah. That was actually nine more points than the Niners got in the second half of the game. And then Josh Dehuman also in the discord in Adrian Peterson tying Jim Brown's touchdown record now in 10th place all time for much, you know, most touchdowns in a career and adding on to his legacy. I can't really say I give up a rats. You know what about it? I it was kind of neat to hear Pete. You talk about it. You know, I like the other aspect of the dude came in. He's been out of the game all year and he was, he was, you know, workmanlike all week long. And Pete thought that might've had an impact on his team to be like, Hey, this guy could come in at 36 and still, you know, work hard. So you, just because we're having a down season, maybe, you know, you got to look up to a guy like that and work too. The touchdown maybe is a cherry on top. It's a nice thing. Well, yeah. And if you think back, I, I'm trying to think of the vet that they brought in a couple of years back who it didn't, you know, you, you thought that he was going to come right in and play right away. Gosh, who was that? Dwight Freeney, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, uh, maybe it was Dwight Freeney. <laughs> Um, but I, I thought where he would get in right away. And it seemed like he was on the practice squad for a couple of weeks before he finally mm. got into the game. Well, that was, that was snacks snacks. Oh, that's right. Snacks Harrison. That's who it was. Yeah. And yeah, he just, he was on the practice squad and waited and waited and waited. And so I think if Adrian Peterson doesn't work his tail off this week, there's no way he gets into the game, but Pete saw what he did, wanted to reward it. And yes, and, and ended up rewarding him with the touchdown. Yeah, I, I like it. So cue, cue the Enter Sandman music. We have our closer for the end here. And if you don't get this last one, that that I'll you know I'll give Brandon to read, of course. If you don't get this one, 
then you got to do better. And, the, and those who do get this one, well, you're right in the same vibe. You're in the right pocket. That means you're listening to all the shows that are out there and, you know, not just sporadically picking up one or the other. So, Brandon, with that preface, why don't you take it away? Yes, and into the uniform combination this week, acknowledging 1994 Boston Hawk with the blue over gray uniform combo. Yes, and it's a lovely, I think, my, my opinion, I think it's their best uniform. I like just the, to- the totality of it. I love our white tops. I think they're gorgeous and super clean. I actually like a little action green top, uh, blue bottom. I think those are awesome too. But in the echelon, the upper echelon, the, the, the king of our uniforms, the blue top, wolf gray bottom, I think is mwah, our, uh, you know, our piece de resistance for our uniforms. Do you have a, uh, a strong opinion one way or another on, on, the, on the unis? The, the uniforms are okay. Um, yeah, I do like the, the throwback nature to them. I would prefer actual throwbacks. But uh, you know what? I, before we get too far into this, I promised you a Jamal Adams update uh, you earlier did. on. You did. And you uh, Pete was on 710 uh, for his, you know, his coach's show. And his update was, there really isn't an update on Jamal. So there you go. All right. Well, with that, there's only one thing left to say. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs>